The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Environment Canada. Well, it has released its top 10 weather stories of the year, and no part of the country was spared, especially Alberta. And I know, I think when we look back over the past year, might be, you know, for some of us, difficult to even remember some of those weather stories unless um, they had direct impact on you just given all of the er, everything else that was going on but you'll remember that that huge huge crazy snowfall in St. John's on the east coast the flood of a century in Fort McMurray that billion dollar hailstorm in Canada we know that the weather on this top 10 list affects millions of people and the man who's been putting together this list for 25 years now is David Phillips the senior climatologist at Environment Canada he joins us now David welcome back to the show oh Jay and thank you so much for having me aboard. You're right. You know, everything was, you know, was sort of taken over by the pandemic. And but you know, Jalen, weather didn't take time out. I mean, it was clearly there. And um, and I think in many places, it was that struggle for emergency measures, people, how to deal with the pandemic and wild and woolly weather. I mean, Fort McMurray was a good example. Um, we saw that flooding at the end of April. It was just about one of the very first weather disasters globally that was in a pandemic world and emergency measures people were saying well okay because of the pandemic stay indoors and self-isolate and then oh my gosh with the flood head for the hills i mean yeah come outside i mean it was a contradiction in a way but uh, yeah you're right it was and edmonton i think found itself between two of the top three stories between the calgary hailstorm and the fort mcbury uh, uh flooding and then even the smoke from british columbia the number two story uh, i mean there weren't many fires in canada but boy a lot of smoke fumigation in in British Columbia and then uh, in, in the sort of the western southwestern part of Alberta but you could see the uh, the red, blood reds and sunsets mm-hmm. brilliant at times in Edmonton and and some of those that crud that was in the air that it wasn't so bad for breathing but it really actually cooled temperatures by uh, for about a week there about uh, six degrees in Edmonton so as we saw across the prairie so it had kind of an indirect effect at least you didn't have to breathe the foul air that uh, at uh, British Columbians did. David, what is it about Alberta? I mean, I, I think yeah. over the past number of years, I think of the Fort McMurray mm-hmm. fires of a couple of years back. I think of the fires up north just, what, two years ago. You look at the hailstorm. Right. You look at the flood. What is it about our province and, and the weather conditions? Hap- is, is it just the weather conditions, the conditions happening here? Is it is it the mountains and the prairies? What What is it? Well, Jillian, that's a really good question because look at the evidence. I mean, we saw in Calgary this year. I mean, Calgary uh, is particular. I don't think I could do a top 10 weather stories without mentioning Calgary. I mean, they've had summer snows. They've had winter wildfires. They've had tornadic winds and straight-line winds and, and, and the most expensive flood in Canadian history, multi-billions of dollars. And now they can add another extreme weather superlative to their list, the most expensive hailstorm in Canadian history. And, uh, I mean, that's just the weather report for Calgary. But when we see the f- Four of the uh, and that is that that hailstorm was the fourth most expensive disaster in in Canadian history from a weather point of view, and six of those. And this gets back to your point, Jillian. Six of the ten most expensive occurred in the province of Alberta. I mean, yeah. and, and you're right. It's it's. I think it's geography. I think the fact that you're closer to the mountains, um, that it's elevated, so you're closer to what goes on in the upper atmosphere. The weather can attack you from every direction. I mean, there's no 
sort of northern mountains to block some of that weather coming from the polar vortex or or American systems coming, you know, Colorado low or, or some heat from the, the uh, desert southwest. And you can even bring in, believe it or not, some, some moisture from the Gulf of Mexico can sort of yeah. come back. And, and, and But, you know, we see storms that stall. It's almost as if you're attacked from every direction. And, 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 and I think it's just the fact it's a, it's a big economic province. So you have a lot of people, but you have a lot of property get damaged. And, uh, and I think it's just the fact that it's geography people. And it's not that nature has it against you. I mean, you have <laughs> a lot better weather than you have foul weather. It's just that, boy, when it does hit, it can hit. And I mean, you don't get hurricanes or typhoons. Thank God for that. But I mean, mm-hmm. almost everything else, I mean, hailstorms, windstorms, heavy rain, uh, heavy, heavy snow events. Uh, you, you don't necessarily get freezing rain, but you certainly can get that. And you've had yeah. it in Edmonton this, uh, this, this fall. But it's just, it's, it's like a, a weather laboratory for weird, wild and wacky weather that can occur in, <laughs> in Alberta. They often say, you know, only a fool or a meteorologist would dare forecast the weather in Alberta. And I think it's because you have so much of it. Yeah, and you know, I think I was just thinking, like in in the growing season earlier this year, we saw so many crops wiped out because of the oh, rain, exactly. the heavy rain as well. It was, yeah, you know, it's but, again, I think you know, a lot a lot has been overshadowed by the pandemic, but we've been trying to work through it with it all, right? It's well, it's exactly been very right. tough. And, and you you raise a good point about the of the crop season. I mean, in in Alberta, southern Alberta, they probably had one of the great best harvests they've ever had in terms of the. It didn't. It certainly was a lot of days with. Uh, warm, dry weather, sunny weather, but not in central Alberta. In central yeah. and, and northern Alberta, it was really the crop production was down by 10 to 20 percent because it was just too cool, too wet. And um, and, and, and it, it's, uh, farmers, are, uh, growers struggled with the, the kind of conditions. And, uh, and, and, and I think it, it just shows you that a short distance away, uh, they often say, if you, if you don't like the weather out your front door, look out your back door. And, and that's often the, the spice of life is that variety that variability of, uh, of, of conditions that... Uh, and, you know, I think in Edmonton, for example, I thought, really, it was unfair. I think the last summer, not this past summer, the previous summer was really unfair. I mean, it was if it wasn't raining, it was looking like rain. And uh, a lot of the... Um, a lot of wet weather, cloudy weather, I said, well, okay, at least you know this summer is going to be better. Not. I mean, it was... If it wasn't raining, it was looking... It was, it was clouding over, and you had mo- a lot of wet... We- a week you see, it just didn't seem fair in a way. And I know there's no such thing as fairness in weather, but, you know, you, 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 it was hard to get a break. And um, and it's true, you didn't get a, the, the one of the top ten stories, but boy, in terms of, of misery at times, I think if there was a badge of courage, it should have been awarded to, to people in Edmonton. David, when you're picking these stories, do you yeah. just look at the, the, the weather event or do you, do you look at, at at the weather event and and the the impact on people? Like, what, what goes into choosing this yeah. top ten list? Well, Jalen, that's so good. I'm glad you raised it because you know I, I don't think a committee could do it. They'd still be discussing what it was 25 years ago. And um, and you know, incidentally, I got to tell you, one of the top stories 25 years ago was uh, retail sales were good in the summer. I mean, Jalen, <laughs> this is the uh, this things have got much more uh, volatile and chaotic. And I mean, that wouldn't even have made it as a as a, uh, a candidate. I, I looked at this year, and I looked at 93 weather stories that could have made the top 10. There were several in Edmonton. I remember the rainstorm.
storm on July the 16th that um, flooded the downtown, and there was flooding at Rogers Place, and I was worried that the NHL hockey wouldn't wouldn't get on and, and that type of thing. And so there was the brutal wind chills there, and in the beginning or in the middle of January, you had minus 50 wind chills. I mean, those were legitimate candidates. But what I do is I look at the the area affected, you know, is it a, an important area? If you had a, you know, a tornado in, um, in Baker Lake, well, it wouldn't have the same impact that it would if it was Toronto or, or Calgary or Edmonton, do you say? So that's a factor. The economic, social, uh, environmental disruption that it caused, uh, the meteorological significance of it. Was it a kind of a, a head shaker for me? I've been in business 50 years. It takes a lot to surprise me about the weather. Was it a record? Was it a, 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 did it smash the previous record? And then what has the duration? That I know the hailstorm was like minutes long, but sometimes the event goes on forever. Like, you know, it just went on for, for a week or a month and wore people down. So those are some of the factors that I, I, I look at. It, it's often the, the, the worst stress list, not the best. Nothing really good makes it to the, uh, to the list. And, um, and people argue. You know, they'll, they'll phone me or email me and say, you know, you said we were number number eight. We think we were number two. I said, you don't want to be on this list. But, you know, it's that pride, the fact that we saw and we survived, and it's almost that badge of courage that we need to award ourselves that, yes, hey, we live in a great country and we have interesting weather, and that's why we talk about it more than any other subject, I think, Jay Lynn. It's just that it means a lot to us. Our lives and livelihood depend upon it. I try not to look at deaths, although that is kind of works into that social uh, disruption that it caused. Uh, it, it tends to be more of an economic and um, and just a, a kind of a newsy kind of a event. Do people remember it? And it was tough to remember it this year because it was so so overwhelmed by the pandemic. And uh, but hey, it, weather didn't take time out this year. It was really there in in spades across the country. David, before I let you go, one more question. You talk about putting this to get this list together for 25 years now and how it's changed and how it's changed and, and yeah. the severity of the weather has has changed. And I, 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 I'm guessing that you're anticipating that severity to, to continue and, and possibly increase in the years to come. I think so. That really is a, a good point. It's almost like a forecast to say, you know, yeah. I mean, just expect the unexpected. What I've seen, Jaylen, is that what has been rare in the past, and I've been in it half a century, what is rare is almost part of our daily forecast now. It just seems so commonplace. Something that we would be bewildered by is just, well, hey, that's that's weather. That's what happens. And and I think it's the, it's, it's I mean, it's not as if it's new weather. It's not, you know, Jaylen, it's not like if I said, well, oh my gosh, there's a typhoon in Edmonton or, or sandstorms in St. John's. I mean, that would really be a head shaker and you say, oh my gosh, the world's upside down. It's the same weather that affected our grandparents. But what's different about it, Jaylen, is the fact that it's it seems more severe, it's more intense, It, it uh, weather uh, slows down. And I always think, I used to say, well, the best thing about Canadian weather, it hits and runs. Now it stands there and just clobbers you, uh, uh, you know, with uh, when it rains on Thursday, it's still raining on Saturday. And so, so we see that duration can have more time to spread misery. And I think it's people too, the fact that we're more impacted by it. Um, people in the past, our grandparents uh, uh, used to say, well, hey, it's weather. Uh, hunker down. It, uh, spring will melt it. Now we want to get rid of it right away and it snows. So I think it's the, the, 
the kind of our, our perception and also I think weather has truly changed, but also we have changed. And I think that combination makes things a little bit more exciting, more for us to talk about. You know, Jaylin, we love to talk about the weather and, and people around the world think, oh, my gosh, Canadians, it's always hockey and weather they talk about. <laughs> and I think for, for good reason, because we have lots of it. David Phillips, uh, Senior Climatologist at Environment Canada. I always appreciate our phone conversations. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for, uh, you know, for, for your insight. All the best as you head into the holiday season and all the best in 2021, David. Uh, thank you David, so much. Thank you so much and for your crew and your great listeners there. And uh, thank you so much and all the best. We'll do it again in the new year. I hope so. All right. Okay. Take care. David Bye-bye. Phillips from Environment Canada joining me this afternoon. I, whenever I have David on, um, and we haven't had him on uh, very often this year, I think maybe uh, this might have been only the second time this year. And I do like to check in with him a couple of times uh, a year, but I think it could possibly be the first time this year. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, but I always love having him on. And, and, and when I do, people, you guys always text and say, oh, we love David. And he's just, you know, he's just a, a fountain of knowledge and his enthusiasm for weather is uh, is catchy, isn't it?